Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Pops Collection, where we dissect, reflect on a movie or TV show from a Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy. Joining me is Pops, and today we're going to be talking about uh, 1998's Blade. Welcome, everyone. So happy that you're with us. Hope you had your coffee, sit back and relax. Uh, we're going to discuss, I'm going to say, uh, like Iron Man is a B character, maybe. Mm-hmm. Blade probably a C or D character maybe you sort think of. less known sort of uh, interesting character and I am looking forward to this even though I yeah you can't I don't know that you could count it as horror genre maybe oh it is definitely you? definitely yeah but not scary horror right would you say right kind of a mix between horror slasher movie kind of sure because of the violence and what have you yeah but uh interesting movie released in august of 1998 mm -hmm. uh had a budget of 45 million and made 131 million dollars it was actually the first um time that marvel it was actually their second property that they released uh in a wide section of the united states uh and worldwide i might add okay um it is their was their first ever profitable success in that genre right. uh the second one that had been released the first of course a uh, movie that we really haven't uh, done yet. Uh, probably my favorite in mine, Howard the Duck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that was the first, uh, their first uh, worldwide uh, release. Mm. And then Blade was their second. Um, actually, they started thinking about doing this movie a lot earlier. Mm. And uh, surprisingly, um, I've seen Blade quite a few times and I really cannot picture anybody but Wesley Snipes being Blade. Right. Uh, originally, I think um, LL Cool J wanted to play that part. Hmm. Um, when um, before um, the company got a hold of it, uh, New Line, yeah. it, it was New World before that. Uh, that had the rights and um, he really wanted to play that part. And it's kind of interesting because they were kicking around a black Panther okay. uh, thing around there. And Wesley Snipes actually wanted to be black Panther. Right. But I don't know if I could picture anybody, but Chadwick Boseman being black Panther. What do you think? I, I think Snipes could have pulled it off back in the nineties. I think he could have. I, I don't right, think that but, Black Panther was a. I don't think it was a movie or a character that was suited to what the '90s technology and everything had. I, I don't think at the, that particular I, time. Yes, I, I don't think the culture was ready for a Black Panther movie until much later. Right. Well, uh, interestingly enough, uh, you know, LL Cool J, the rapper. Mm -hmm. uh, I just can't picture him as being the Blade character. Now, there is uh, the guy that did the 
uh, TV series, mm -hmm. Blade. Uh, he was a rapper named Sticky Fingers. Okay. Um, and he kind of looks a little like LL Cool J, bald head and, mm -hmm. you know, what have you. Sure. So, I mean, if you, he might be able to pull it off, but I don't know. Wesley Snipes just, to mm -hmm. me, is Blade, you know. And actually, uh, the writer of, of this version after New Line got it, David yeah. Boyer, got right. the opportunity to write it. Right. And uh, he really, there were a few people that were in line to, to try it. And uh, he definitely was set on Wesley Snipes. Mm -hmm. So it's a really a good thing. And I think it worked out you know, for the good. Yeah. You know, so uh, what can you tell me about this uh, character? Like I said, A or B character, B, C. Sure. Maybe, maybe D. Well, I, I think it has, you kind of have to put it in its in the right context. So, you know, it's the early 70s. You have um, the relaxation of some of the standards from the Comics Code Authority. And uh, once again, uh, horror slash monsters were able to be in the comics again. You know, there was a, um, a time period where, you know, they got rid of horror comics altogether and it was just superheroes. And so when you have the early 70s, you start introducing some of the characters are returning. So for our, you know, uh, discussion today, we're going to focus more on the vampire side of things talked a little bit about werewolves when we talked about moon knight and that was kind of his first entrance as a marvel character into the story which was he was a werewolf hunter and so we get introduced to a new character blade as a vampire hunter who um uh originally uh, ended up premiering in the uh, comic tomb the tomb of dracula and so i've got a couple comics we can take a look at here through the marvel unlimited application you can okay, see let that. me yeah. ask you a question. Uh, All right. This uh, Tomb of Dracula, was this after um, the EC comics, uh, Tales from the Crypt, and those versions? Those were gone by then, right? I or, believe so. I, I, I actually don't know. I couldn't tell you one way or the other because okay, that wasn't a part of That was part of what caused the comic book code in the first place. The yeah. You see comics version, you know, Tales from the Crypt and the kind of stories they went through. Yeah, there was a number of things. You know, there's a, a, a short film called Seduction of the Innocent that kind of called out comic books as one of the reasons why they were public, you know, juvenile delinquents and things like that. And, you know, for, for good or for ill, I think you could think it's, uh, you know, there, there's, I, I, I think there's more to it than just, you know, what they're talking about but i do think that they're partially right in some things that might warrant a different discussion for a different day uh because there's a lot of other things going on with that but um, sure yeah but but yeah anyway anyway 70s this is uh as you can tell blade is a character that um you know he, he, in this one he, this one's a dracula book and he's actually as a, a vampire hunter you can see he's got wooden knives as opposed to the uh silver that he has in the uh in the movie Right. Well, you know, the vampire lore has changed over yeah. the years, you know? Right. right. Um, so, and wow. You can, you can see here, you know, he's very 70s, right? He's got the, the yellow shades. He's got the Afro 
He's oh, got, yes. you know, yes. giant jacket and, you know. It, Almost it, Luke Cage-like, you know? You know, uh, he came out a little bit after Luke Cage, but very, very similar in the same vein, you know, as a, as a Black superhero. Um, you know, again, very distinctive style and, uh, you know, definitely a lot different than, than Luke Cage. He's, Luke Cage is focused on, you know, cleaning up Harlem, whereas this guy is, you know, traipsing around all over the, the, the world trying to hunt down vampires. So very, very right. different. And if you uh, look at that, too, really, uh, in the comic, he had no powers. He was just a regular guy. Are you talking about Blade? Yeah. Well, uh, Blade is, uh, yeah, I guess in, in the beginning it was like this, but then they kind of re- focused his uh, origin story to where you know his mother being bit by a vampire very similar to the the film uh, same thing happened to her that way and then the extra part is that uh there's a interaction i don't think i have it in this comic but uh you know the the other main vampire character they decided to play around with oh this is another uh comic this is vampire tales this is a black and white one where uh you know you have another just another depiction of blade very just this is a little bit different but it's, it's it, it the art style is interesting i think oh yes um, i like it i yeah. i don't believe i've ever seen that comic so yeah, you can see thank you for sharing that yeah so it's it's pretty cool but again very similar you know got the the gla glasses and the the wooden knives but then you also have this book adventure into fear where instead of using dracula they use a um uh, Morbius, who, you know, had his own film uh, recently, but anyway, they kind of, um, uh, in the comics, he, uh, Blade gets bitten by Morbius, and because yes. Mor Morbius's vampirism is not uh, the traditional vampire uh, vampirism that, you know, Dracula has, uh, it ends up, you know, affecting Blade in a, a, a different way, and so he ends up getting, you know, powers out of that, so again it's interesting i i don't know if they even talked about blade during the Morbius film because nobody saw it but you know it would be interesting to see if they decided to have a you know entrance for uh blade in that so well um i i'll have you know that it is coming out i mean it's already out if you wanted to purchase it you know via the download Mm -hmm. what have you but it is coming out on dvd and blu-ray yeah uh next month in okay. july or okay. june i believe so i will purchase it yeah and i will watch it yeah in probably a, one of my few comics that uh you don't really care to watch yeah. um but uh i thought it was interesting that they did do a version where he was bitten uh where morbius uh bit blade yeah so that's also another version uh that is different from his mother being bitten and her being pregnant and while he was inside his mother um you yeah. know he got the but vampire it, powers so. and, and they retroactive they did that you know they retroactive they incorporated both storylines together the fact that blade was bitten by you know he, he had those latent powers they didn't become prevalent until he got bitten by morbius so that's kind of the way that they they use the the expanded canon to get it into one story i gotcha uh he also had his own book uh, a little bit blade the vampire hunter this is in the 90s so you could definitely tell the style is very similar to the film a lot closer he's got the, the black leather jacket 
yes and, uh you know swords and everything instead of the the knives and so uh the, the art style in this is actually pretty cool um you know very much um you know very very typical of, of 90s comics the way that they're uh you know drawn oh, yes. and, and colored and everything so well you know uh the way that they portrayed uh or they the makeup that they put on wesley snipes uh-huh um, actually, the director of this film, uh, David Norrington, yeah. he actually came up with the design for the tattoos mm -hmm. on his head sure. and uh, back, which uh, really were cool. Yeah. And as a director, he really, I think he did a really good job with this movie, mm -hmm. um, telling the story because, again, we also, again, had the story tweaked because uh, from my growing up, uh, silver uh, was what you used to get rid of werewolves. It, right. And it, you had to have a wooden right, state wood to get right. of a vampire. So, yep. uh, again, they changed, you know, the uh, folklore and uh, brought it up to date uh, with this particular movie. Yep. So, yeah. And, and then you, you, told, you asked me about this one, that Peter Parker, uh, Spider-Man number yes. eight. And so... I, I wasn't looking for this, but I'm glad you pointed it out because it's a pretty cool looking book. I mean, uh, if you can't tell by the art style, this is uh, drawn by John Romita Jr. Oh, yes, and definitely. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Wilson Fisk, of course, drawn that way. Um, yes. You know, to, to me, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's probably one of my favorite artists, uh, John Romita Jr. It's just so... Um, stylistic, you know, it's so comic book like, you know, that oh, yes. it's just, I don't know, to me, everything about it is really cool. But yeah, very similar. The, the definitely, I think the Wesley Snipes uh, makeup and everything is very evocative. Similar, right? Of that, you know, he's got the, the black trench coat, he's got the shades at night yeah it's got the, the haircut, you know, it's yes. almost like he's got he's got the widow's peak here, but it, in the um, adventure into fear he almost has like a opposite of that you know he's got a kind of almost like a bald you know where he's got like a receding hairline as opposed yes, to widow's yes. peak so it's 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 kind of funny the difference between the two i mean you know much much different uh but this is definitely i think my favorite and of course you know getting john Romita jr to draw you know characters like venom like that uh oh yes it's always a treat so uh it is a, like i i mentioned it to you because yeah. Uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh man, we just got to add this to it. Yeah. It would just, you know. Look at that splash page right there. That's, that's some really oh, cool stuff. Oh man, yes. Yes. I know it. it uh, I kind of didn't really remember that Spider-Man story. And then oh. when I saw uh, some of it, I had to look at it, reflect back to it and see it again. And I was like, Mm. oh yeah we got to add this to the show yeah so uh yes um very good version yeah. very good and this was actually uh a little bit after the movie yeah that one did yeah uh, if i'm not mistaken yeah yes so it kind of i'm sure it was influenced by the movie yes yeah, the other way around yeah you're right yes it's okay but, uh, but but the thing is i guess that speaks to Wesley Snipes' uh, portrayal as the character it was so influential, ended up influencing the comics, which, you know, you have to say the, it, the exact same thing happened in 2008 
with with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. I mean, you know. Yes. He 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 ended up having more influence on the character after he portrayed him than, you know, the other way around. True. True. So. Very true. Um, but uh, this um, was, like I said, the second uh, wide theatrical property that they shipped out or uh, released. Um, so, and I guess Men After in Black this, doesn't count then? Pardon me? Men in Black doesn't count then? Uh, as far as this particular property with this company, Men in Black, I don't think was uh, New Line, right? No, but oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. So this was the second New Line cinema Marvel right. movie. Right. Okay, sorry, right. I, I stand corrected. Thank you. No problem, no problem. Uh, but I'm glad you mentioned that because I think. I'd like to do a show on those one of these days. Uh, you know, I guess I'll put it in line with Howard the Duck. <laughs> okay. But uh, I kind of had, I had some different thoughts how this uh, particular show started. Mm -hmm. uh, it almost, kind, it had the skyline almost kind of like the Ninja Turtles Mm -hmm. started off with sure. the big city yeah um so we got the uh a little bit of the origin with the pregnancy yeah and then all of a sudden it's 20 years later you know mm -hmm. uh actually I'll, I'll i'd say that the city that blade is in actually reminds me more about uh you know tim burton's gotham than anything else well, that's, uh, you mean when we get to the night scenery? Yeah. Well, or just in general, you know, I, I think, you know, when, when he's in, when the, in the city, the cityscapes that yeah, we see. Yeah, I guess, it, it I guess that would be that way. Tim Burton's Gotham than, than any other place. I got, I, it, like, to me, it feels like it was made almost in the same spirit as, as that, you know, Batman movie. Right. But it's a far cry from the Dracula DVDs that you have. The black and white ones. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no mention of Dracula in this at all. In fact, the you know the main you know it, it's like we get a little bit of vampire politics in in the film, which is I guess interesting. Um, well, you know that was I thought that uh, was like uh, really yeah. Uh, you're going to be snobbish if you were born a vampire or if you yeah. are a half-breed, you know? Sure. You're less of a person, less of a vampire. Yeah. Really? And there's not that many uh, pure-blooded born vampires. Right. Right, would they have 12, 13 yeah. of them? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And how many other vampires are there, right? Right, right. And, yeah. Yeah, but you know uh, the, the the main villain being uh, Deacon Frost in this one, so it's um right. Which in the original comics he didn't have as prevalent a part as he does in this. Mm -hmm. He is really, really the bad guy in this one. And uh, yeah. Stephen Dorff, yep, I think he did a marvelous job with it. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I don't as a think... matter of fact. There were a couple of times that uh, I was like, wow, this guy is just 
the greatest bad guy yeah. what he's doing you sure. know sure well uh he did good and i uh also liked uh there was another character quinn um if you recall he was yes uh, yeah he, he played a cop in gotham uh-huh yep that's right that's but right i i call him the not so lucky henchman yeah yeah who has problems with hands right right <laughs> yeah you know i kind of felt like he was the comic relief i'm mm -hmm. guessing you would call him that in this particular film yeah i guess but yeah very oh. much like a henchman like you know i was thinking of um drawing a blank because i don't i can't stay awake in that movie um the superman the original superman movie lex luthor's uh henchman also bumbling oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Ned Beatty. Like, yeah, he was the, the comic relief in Mr. that movie. Mr. Luthor. Right, exactly. So in the same, similar way. That, that, that's yes. cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and we also had uh, the leader of the council, uh, Dragadetti. Yep. Which was, I thought it was kind of cool yeah. uh, how they did that. Yeah. And, you know, Chris Christopherson, mm -hmm played that part uh really well they actually yeah. there were a couple other actors that uh they considered for that john voight was one of them which yeah i don't know yeah, after don't chris christopherson uh his portrayal was just really marvelous he did a great job with that yeah, yeah. and, and uh, i didn't even know he could act because you know the only thing i really knew of him is that johnny cash sang a couple of his songs and that was it that's all I knew. Right. Well, him. actually, he so. was. What didn't he play with them in the Traveling Wilburys? No, he played with them in the Highwaymen. Oh, okay, it was the Highwaymen. But I remember different supergroup. So, yes, but they were both supergroups. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, the Highwaymen was uh, Roy Orbison, Johnny Cash, uh, Chris Christopher, Waylon Jennings. Uh, yeah, Waylon Jennings, I guess, and Willie Nelson, I think, for a while. Yes. Too. So they all I think. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh yeah. All right, let's not go there then. Uh, <laughs> but we did. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so what did you feel about the storyline? Uh, you know, it was interesting, I guess. Uh, the idea that, um, you know, Deacon Frost has aspirations to uh, revive the blood god. So, you know, kind of getting vibes like Ghostbusters, you know, trying to, you know, revive the god. I kind of thought about that too. Yeah. So it's interesting. And how, you know, Blade as a, a daywalker is the key to, you know, getting that. And so, it, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was fine. The story was fine. La Marga, the yeah. blood god. Right. Right. And then to find out that, you know, he's done this whole crusade to try to find the vampire that killed his mother. Yeah. And his mother's not, well, she's dead, but she's undead. Right, right. You know, and uh, Frost was the one that turned her. Right. So, I mean, it kind of all came together right there at the end. And it was definitely Ghostbusters when they were in that tower. Yeah, yeah. And all the council, you know. Right, right. They popped out of the mouths. I thought that the CG was for that time period. Yeah. Uh, and 98, I thought it was done really well. Yeah, it wasn't you bad know? at all. Yeah, the, the special effects and, you know, like you said, the makeup and, and practical stuff, even the, the fight choreography and the stunts, they were all done very well. 
Oh, yes. I definitely love the fight choreography. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing, reason that, you know, that stance with Blade flipping his sword around and then putting it in front, just yeah. like one of the comic book pictures. Oh, yeah. One of the, you know. Yeah. And seeing him like that and then lifting his face up with the sunglasses, it's yeah. like, yeah. Nobody else could play that role. Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, okay, so how about the music? How did, what did you feel about the music? Anything in particular? Nothing really stood out to me. He, um, you know, he, uh, yeah, it's um, just, uh, it's fine. You know, it, it's definitely, it's particularly the the non-score stuff, like the, diegetic music in the in the film uh definitely uh similar to anything from the late 90s electronica mu- uh, music scene so right but then also when uh uh whistler was doing repairs at the shop he was listening to uh was it credence clearwater revival i think oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. rising right 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 yeah <laughs> it's like yeah okay i'm good with that uh, okay, so uh, we discussed the plot, we discussed the CG, the music, uh, the actors. I think this was very well cast. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, even the minor parts, uh, were done uh, real well. Uh, they've got the right actors to do the right things, mm-hmm. I think, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and the cityscape. We discussed that, that it was, although you say it was more like Batman and I thought a little Ninja Turtles, but right. I think you're probably more correct than I am on that. Okay. So, uh, you know, again, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like I was just, you know, clicking through here because I wanted to look up some more information about the film, but uh, apparently they announced in 2019 that uh, Marshall Ali is uh gonna be the the mcu's blade what and if you uh remember he's also the uh, character who or the actor who portrayed a uh, cottonmouth in the luke cage series so that's true he could definitely pull it off i just find uh i don't know I, I i don't know having you know one character play two roles in the same universe is kind of wacky me of course the um actress who played uh mariah in that also was in civil war so as a that's true so yes that's interesting uh, i yes but again uh mcu was way before this yeah yeah but I mean, I, way after this so yeah it, and to me if we're going to be doing the multiverse thing i could definitely see a place where you have wesley snipes come back and be an older blade you know i think that would be cool Oh yes, definitely. They, uh, they def- and him take the place of Whistler. Yeah, no, that, that would, would be cool, huh? Uh, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think that's great. Definitely. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about the reboot, but it's it's really I don't know if you could call it a reboot because it's going to be an MCU blade, right? Yeah, it is supposed to be so, at least. all right and um i guess i'll find out when morbius comes out if there's any mention of blade in it yeah 
you know. Yeah, I which, mean, you, you would think there would be, uh, but I don't know. Well, we had a discussion about um, when I told you about the Venom uh, Let There Be Carnage movie, which I don't remember if I showed you that one or not, or if we saw that. Uh, but at the end of it, right. I, there was a MCU flash right. Right. in there. Right. So uh, I guess they could do something like that with Morbius. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'll just have to see when I get it. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else that you'd like to discuss here? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, good. All right. Well, I do want to mention just one other thing. Okay. Uh, in this um, revised version of Vampires, uh -huh. crucifix don't do anything. Yeah, that is interesting. Yes, because, you know, um, I thought that the original plot, um, I had saw a special about it, and somebody had mentioned that the reason that they portrayed that as a weapon against vampires was because, you know, the vampires take your blood, and whereas the crucifix, Jesus gave his blood to save our lives uh -huh. and and they take your blood to, for their lives so okay you know i thought it was kind of interesting huh. but that they chose to like just get rid of it out of the lore you know yeah but then again they added silver to the lore uh-huh and right, right. you know that's a werewolf thing i i'm sorry i'm an old guy and that's what i remember yeah you know all right, good. So, your opinions on the film? As far as uh, your, I guess we go to the rating and uh, mm -hmm. there was no, again, no, uh, nothing after the film, no teaser. So right, right. I don't know if they knew at that time whether they were gonna have a sequel.